Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Julia Show, my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Mm-hmm. We've got, uh, I guess you could call it little man candy coming in later in the hour. Guys and guys. Guys and guys. guys and dolls. Yeah. No dolls, just guys and guys. <laughs> I thought that was interesting dolls, yes. that they didn't send a woman. Hey, you know, maybe the ladies did the interviews last week. Maybe. You know, very in demand. So I thought uh, I would just check in with you, Julia, because last we saw each other, uh, we were standing in the little alley and we were debating. You were taking off your shoes. I said, I had an umbrella. I will run quickly in my skirt, my sandals in the deluge to my car and pick you up and get you. Mm-hmm. By the time I even got to you, it had let up slightly. So we like breathed a sigh of relief. Okay. The worst of the rain is over. I'm, oh no. I know I'm five minutes into my drive talking to my mom, getting the update on Young and the Restless because I got sucked into that when I went home for the 4th of July. Right. So I'm right back in. I mean, you can get because there's so many of the characters are still the same. They're still the same. Stuff. Anyway, all of a sudden, you know, the Down wall more. of rain started coming down. And I said, I have to hang up. I need all my hands and eyes and everything. And I went over the freeway and I thought of you and I looked at 94. It it had to have been a white knuckle ride home. Here's the thing I decided. I do not like how hard downpours of rain. I think I'd rather have when it it's snowing. of water. Because it, it's so loud too when you drive. Yes. It's so loud you feel like you're just being attacked. And you can't see. Nothing. I no, mean, Donnie, you had to ride. Long, you it waited long, a little bit. Was, was it long? Was it gone? Completely gone. By yeah. The time oh I no! It was. It, it, was, it happened like at six ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, within fifteen minutes, it was over. Uh, but when? But it, I followed it. It followed yeah, me because it hadn't it, hit Mendota Heights yeah, yet. Yeah, Julia was going west, so you were uh, going. It yeah, was going east. East. Yeah. Right. yeah it, it was no, just. It, it was unbelievable, unbelievable, and then all of a sudden, you know, like a couple hours later, the most brilliant, did you see the, that the sky, brilliant rainbow? The, the rainbow? rainbow, the sky, the sunset, it was... <sighs> I know my Mercury's in retrograde, and I'm supposed to stay grounded in reality and all of that, but... Should I, we check in on how I, we're all doing? Well, I was so <laughs> upset yesterday about things that were happening in our world that I... I was like, the rainbow is a sign from heaven it, that everything, because it was so dazzling. I, I don't ever in my whole life ever remember seeing a rainbow that close, that brilliant, with another one in the background and another one above that. I just don't ever. I almost went out and took pictures. I, I did, but it didn't even, yeah. I, I just they had to They don't show up they as nice. Yeah, you got to have Sky like the right. pictures right. really don't show up as nice. It would be good. Got a pretty good one, but mm-hmm. I mean, I felt like I if I could have followed it, it, the pot of gold would have been right in front of my neighbor's uh, uh, front step. It was seemed so close. It was very. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. It really was pretty. It was beautiful. Anyway, so I, you know, 
I, I just was like... I couldn't even listen to the radio. The rain was so loud. No. I couldn't turn up my volume loud enough. I had to... I was just like, Mom, no, even know. though I'm hands-free, I turned my radio off, too, because I needed to... Why Focus for your five blocks that Lori drives. Well, it's five minutes. It, still, close, yeah. I couldn't see. <laughs> I, I couldn't uh, see. It's awful. I know. I mean, the freeway wasn't going any <laughs> faster than where I was going. You were pretty oh. slow. We were 30, 40. I don't think you were doing that on the cross streets. Eh, 30? I know, and this truck comes by me so fast. And then and the like, wall of water comes. I think it is scary to be on the freeway for sure. I don't like, I really, hard rain is hard. Yeah. Hard rain is hard, hard, people. Hard rain is wet, too. Yeah. But the flooding, I went through, by oh. my house, I went through something I couldn't tell that it was. Did a, the wall of water come over yeah. your front? Yeah. It was like water skiing with my car. Uh, by the way, here's our concert tonight at the History Center. Uh, downtown St. Paul. Well, it's really, is it a, it's, it's not, not really above. Downtown. It's on Kellogg. Yeah. Kellogg, so Exit. it's above it, but it's right there. And, you know, right off the freeway, you don't have to go very far. Mm-mm. Guess who's playing tonight? Monica LaPlante, Garage Rocker. So if you're looking for some outside, if we're going to, if we're going to have a thunderstorm free evening, Donald. Uh, slight chance. Yeah. So. Be nice if. Wouldn't it be just love? And the other thing that's happening at that History Center, you know, the First Avenue exhibits happening. I know there, it. Which would be fun uh, to go and see. And then, um, one other thing can I tell you about, oh, I loved my little royal story that, uh, remember the Daily Mail hired the lip reader mm-hmm. to figure out what Meghan, the Duchess of Sussex, was saying to all the people at the Lion King premiere? Yes. So Beyonce greeted her with, hello, my, my princess. princess. Mm-hmm. Pharrell, when she met uh, Pharrell, he he said to her, they lip read both of us. In today's climate, it's so significant for so many of us, your wonderful union with Harry. And she said, thank you. They don't make it easy. It's Referring, oh. of course, to oh, all the tablets. The press. Yeah. The press the is The Tierra. Yeah. She wanted to redo the old moldy right. cottage. She wanted fresh air in the chapel that had been shut up for, you know, how. I mean, all these stories, the private christening, this, that. I mean, she she feels it in the palace walls, even in Frogmore Cottage, because <laughs> there's so many tabloids. There really are. The Sun, the Mirror, the, the Telegraph, yeah. the Guardian, the Daily Mail. Mm-hmm. We probably are missing a couple, Donnie. Metro. Probably. There's one called Metro. Is there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all of them just ripper to death. Ripper, that would ripper, be hard ripper. to read horrible things about yourself every day. You know, in a major newspaper. <laughs> yeah, and she's American, so all of this, all of this, like, here's the thing that, that I noticed. Ever since she's been married and in the royal, the firm... She doesn't wear messy buns anymore. Julia. She wore her hair down at the polo match, way was, wavy and down. But if it's back, it's in a sleek chignon, no tendrils. Because apparently, in the firm, royal hair protocol is no tendrils shall escape from your face mm-hmm. and your hair. And she looks so cute with her messy bun. Mm-hmm. American bun is, I mean, a messy bun is so American. And she is an American duchess. And I don't know why she can't have tendrils. Oh, See, I have to be grounded Lord. in reality. So, you know, I'm going off is the Is this rails. really reality? Is this really? Well, I mean, she loved it. She loved the messy bun until she married Harry. And now she has to have smooth 
slicked back hair with nary a loose tendril. You know yourself from wearing your little mess. Is is uh, I don't know. Okay. So, yeah. Really? I know, Lori. Well, tell us when you're done talking. <laughs> because yes. is there anything else you want to tell us today? Because you already told us. Pippa Here's Middleton, what else I wanted to tell you. Pippa Middleton lost her job writing Pippa tips for Waitrose Weekend Magazine across the pond. For what? Waitrose. Wait, Waitrose? Weekend. You know, she uh-huh. it was her little tips, party tips, drink tips, all that. Remember she had the job at Vanity Fair for yeah. a second? she had the book that yeah. bombed when yeah. she put yeah. it out. Mm-hmm. That's all right. Anyway, she gave fitness and lifestyle input. <laughs> That's she it. is fit. Those girls, those sisters are very thin. They're fit. It's natural. They're look. They're mom. I know. They're you know, very lean. They're willow. They're willowy framed ladies. Damn it! Good for them. Exactly. Yeah. Good but for anyway, them. ponder the bun. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us on this Tuesday. We hope everybody's outdoor plans work out again tonight, since we have the fickle weather storms happening all around. It's giving woodies to all the weathermen in town once again. It's a fickle summer. It's a fickle summer. It really, really is. And today is July 16th, which there's a memory. Don't say the date out loud. It's the date out loud, but it's July 16th. And 20 years ago today, John F. Kennedy Jr.'s plane went down, went down, fell out of the sky crash whatever happened the accident it did crash <laughs> i know but i mean just as like uh, how they never i mean they just have theorized i think that he got mixed up with spatial disorientation mm-hmm. because he hadn't learned how it, he really shouldn't have been flying no, he wasn't qualified in those conditions blah 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 so but you hate to say well he caused it himself but i guess it was come on pilot. it was pilot error i know i know i know he did. And he was Air- always doing kind of stuff like that. Air and I, I, arrogance. Well, no, it isn't that. He, I, I, I don't know that it was the arrogance of it, but he, in mm. at least like all these books that we've read about him, and we've talked, he had a real, he loved to be on the edge with adrenaline. I mean, he got rescued a couple times. Uh, remember the girlfriend we had on? His first girlfriend, she wrote a book and they got rescued like in they were kayaking or something and they were like practically hypothermic because he had we're going to go just this little bit more. He was just really a thrill seeker. Like a lot of guys are that yeah, way that are high that. testosterone. Yeah. I, I just have to say on this one. Yeah. He didn't have the experience. He shouldn't have been allowed to fly, and he knew. And he knew he didn't have the experience. But he but- had his license, and the conditions changed, like from when he t- took off. To- but wasn't he advised by he others? Advised he was advised not to fly. But they couldn't make him do it. Even no, the fact that his mom had the premonition and begged him. He was advised that night. Yeah, not to fly. Yeah. So whatever you want to say, so I'm just going to say that he had an ego and an arrogance that he thought he could do it, but he had two other lives with him. Yeah. So I'm not going to forgive him for this. I feel like you're Carolyn Bissett's mother right now. Uh, Well, I just, I have, I had that flashing thought. I thought, what if you lost both your daughters because the dude had to fly? Well, A&E is doing a documentary tonight on, um... They're, you know, just kind of compiling things. He made a mistake. And it's so interesting because we're talking about JFK Jr. In this America's Prince, this 
his friend who wrote this book that's out, who was at that wedding in Cumberland Island, and he doesn't say what she said, but Carolyn Bissett's mother's toast. What it was the one awkward moment. At, it either happened the night, might have happened the night before, not the wedding night. Mm-hmm. It might have happened the, the night before dinner. the groom's dinner, but she alluded. Basically to the fact that no good would come of this, that that her daughter was taking a step into something that might not have a good ending. And it was kind of shocking for the guests, Mm -hmm. for someone to express that. And Carolyn was too late, two hours late for the wedding. The wedding was supposed to start at 530 and she didn't get to the church till 730. You know, so there there was... Anyway, here's a little bit of um, from GMA. Amy Robach um, it did a little piece and sat down with. Um, do we have a little bit of his longtime I assistant from do, George? No, I, saw okay. her. I didn't get her. Anyway, because she also has written a book, and I feel like we had her on the I assistant. I feel like we did. Okay, here we go. They were supposed to be the future of the Kennedy dynasty. John F. Kennedy Jr. and his glamorous wife, Carolyn Bissett. John Jr. born into a family synonymous with fame and achievement. The Prince of Camelot, forever remembered as the three-year-old saluting his father's casket, the late president, John F. Kennedy. In the mid-90s, John founded and launched George. It isn't politics as usual. A politics meets pop culture magazine. With his movie star looks and charm, John dated celebrities like Madonna, Cindy Crawford, and Sarah Jessica Parker. And Daryl Hannah. Yes. He finally married Carolyn in 1996. She was a publicist at Calvin Klein and a style icon often compared to John's late mother, Jackie. The powerhouse couple were married for three years. Mark, updating you now on the breaking news, John F. Kennedy Jr. Before dying in a plane crash over the Atlantic on this day in July 1999. Julia, we were at your cabin. I know we were. We were, we were at... We were devastated and heartbroken. And it took like three days. Or two, day, four two days. Two days. I, I feel or like something they found like him on that. S- it was Friday night they were going to the wedding and they found him on Sunday. Sunday, yeah. And that the, his assistant who was on, Amy said, do you think he would have run for office? And she said it was definitely on his mind. Mm-hmm. But George was at the point of either going out of business or a right. new direction or something. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And then Carol Radziwill from, you know, we know her from New York Housewives, but she was married to... John F. Kennedy Jr.'s first cousin, Anthony Radswell. They were like brothers. Right. They were just a year apart in age. She married Anthony in 1994. And 
Remember when we had her on for her book about yes. a loss, yes. a memoir of yeah, loss yeah. and stuff? So she's writing another book, but she's part of this A&E documentary tonight. Oh, okay. And um, she said, uh, she said, my story for that book started July 16th, 1999, because there's no other place to go on that day before midnight. A small plane went into the ocean and three people died. They were all my lifeline. My husband's cousin, John Kennedy, his wife, Carolyn, my closest friend and her older sister, Lauren Bassett. I lost everything that night and I wasn't the only one. Cause 19, and then she goes on to write, we all lost something, but 1999 was the end of an era, the end of a century, the end of an innocence we didn't know we had, a time before tweets, posts, status updates, before Insta influencers, before everyone carried a 24-7 never-ending font of information in their hands. Before the dubious fames and spoils of nonstop reality TV, there was 1999. We were preparing for Y2K, and she said, it's hard not to think of how we've changed. Uh, they've stayed forever 30-something, because her husband died two weeks after the plane crash. Anthony. Right, he was dying from yeah. cancer. And she said, uh, you know, they're, they're forever 30-something, well... I have turned 40, then 50, and now 55. She said, in 20 years, everything has changed so much. Our political landscape. 1999 was pre-9-11, pre-governing by tweet, pre-Kardashians, pre-Tinder, pre-Kale, pre-Woke, pre-Netflix and chill. Prince made the hit 1999 that he wrote in 1982 <laughs> with his own sly wink at doom. Mm-hmm. The Sopranos debuted. Justin and Britney got together, and Carrie and Mr. Big broke up. Bill Clinton was acquitted that year, and most of the country liked him. The Dow was up. Our crime was down. John Stewart debuted as the host of The Daily Show. And after 18 nominations, Susan Lucci won her Emmy. I just, she is such a good writer. Yeah. And um, then she goes on to write some of the other things. But the, the 1999, I do like her thing that that was pre everything. Pre everything. And she speaks, she does share, th- I, she's part of this documentary uh, tonight. So if people want to watch it, it's on Annie. But I mean, the only way we found out about it was on the news. Yes, you know, because yeah, because we didn't have anything. Yeah, oh, yeah. the radio. It's funny, I, right. had, I was on the air at Cities ninety seven. Is oh. that uh, so? You were getting what? How'd you get I the news? The, the wire. The wire. Yeah, we were the already at the camera. Was just, found think out. how yeah. much it, it, yeah. things have changed in twenty years. Anyway, uh, and you know, she met uh, Anthony Radswell. They were both producers at ABC. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, so probably anyone who's of a certain age or old enough, they remember where they were. And it's tonight on A&E, the special. And then the one on TLC if you want to see the uh, wedding footage from the from the good friend who's releasing it. Uh, edit, or narrated by Elizabeth Montgomery. Very fancy. Happened today, yeah. and Game of Thrones had a 32 historic nominations. HBO retook the the lead from Netflix as far as overall most nominations. And I thought there were some very exciting uh, things. Oh gosh, news yes. that I read. What's your thing? All right, well here I um, just finishing up season two of Fleet Bay last night. Yeah. I just finished Dead to Me last night. Oh, love Dead to I, Me. I looked at Casey and I said, if Christina Applegate doesn't get nominated, 
She was great in that, wasn't she? So good. Yeah, she's That's really on Netflix, great. and Fleabag is on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I have to. I only watched the first. I need to go back. Go watch. Well, and watch season yeah. two. Yeah. I was happy beyond belief that Pose got nominated for Outstanding Drama Series. I mean, that's a tough category. There's well, a lot of... Well, look at who of, it is. I mean, is Better Call Saul still good the second year? No one's in. I don't feel like I really? hear the buzz. I, I don't know, hear I'm the buzz. I'm still watching it. I, yeah, I am still watching still it. it. Yeah. I watch it for... Just the quirkiness and the connection yeah, yeah, to sure. Breaking Bad. Yeah. I don't, but I guess when it's out, I do watch it. Like, I mean, I watch it right away. I don't let any time. Do? Yeah. I, then, I watch it every week. I do. You know, the way they give it to sure you. Bodyguard, and I thought was great. That was like a six part. Yeah. Series, hardly anything. Um, which was so good. That's on Netflix. Yeah. Game of Thrones, of course, got nominated. Yeah. Um, Killing Eve, we love. Well, it wasn't as good this year. Oh, I still liked it. I, Ozark? It was, yes, Ozark was really good. Pose. Pose. I, I'm telling you, that show is transformative. It's so incredible. Thumbs up. Thumbs um, up. And then Succession on HBO. I watched one last year. I'm going to go back and watch it. All right. Yeah, that's coming back pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. no. Did you try it? Didn't I even did try not, it. No. It's about like the Getty family yeah. or something. It's about billionaires and then all the picadillos that happen. Because I'd gone to that movie and I just felt I was Gettied out. Yeah. With that story. I don't know. I kind of like it. Right. I love and it. That this, this is, is us. us. Yeah, lovely. So that's the only network show yeah. that got nominated was This Is Us. Once again, right. mm-hmm. that happened last year, too. Yeah. Billy Porter got nominated for Pose. That's really exciting for him because mm-hmm. it's otherwise it's all the same people. It is. Uh, yeah. As the year It pretty before. much is. Um, um, what else? Lead actress in drama is new because you have um, Jodie Comer. Jodie Comer got Comer nominated from yeah. Killing Eve, but yeah. those two are going to cancel each other out. She and Sandra O. Oh. Yeah. Mandy Moore. This was her first nom for Did an you Emmy. Guys know that? Oh, yeah. it is. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was her first time ever. So she got nominated. Um, Robin Wright for House of Cards, the last season of that when she <sighs> took over. I didn't watch it. I'm, I was glad Viola Davis because she is so good in that role, How to Get Away with Murder, and it's its last season. That's a good show. You're glad that she got it again. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then been Amelia off. Clark, Game of Thrones. Eh. Oh, she was good. How about mm. the Fosse Verdon folks getting nominated? Yes, we said that all yep. season. We were watching mm-hmm. that, that Sam Rockwell, Michelle Williams, yep. and the show should get nominated. Yes, yes for sure. So I like that, and I like that... Uh, Amy Adams for Sharp Objects and Patricia Arquette for Escape at Danamora. Right. Because remember, any show that happened last summer isn't eligible for the right. the Emmys that will happen in September. It seems like weird. It, the, it's May to May. Because we've heard all these things get nominated for a... Um Sega, Golden yes, Globe, but yes. they haven't had their runaround to the Emmys yet. Different it, eligibility period. Yeah, they haven't run around the calendar. They, no. Yeah, so the, anything that we were watching last summer, which Escape at Danamora and Sharp so Objects, good. we were that watching yes. all real time. Right. Uh, so I, lo- I love that I those get nominated. I think people are going to get really excited that Schmidt's Creek, I'm saying it yeah. that way, <laughs> got you. nominated for... Um, Outstanding comedy, Eugene Levy got nominated for um, Outstanding Lead Actor, and then also the woman, Catherine O'Hara, yeah. got nominated. And I think those are first. And our girl, Niecy Nash, got nominated for When They See Us for Lead Actress in Limited Series, and she's so great in Claws. And of course, I quit that. You did? Yep. Yeah. Mm. I did. I, I can't for this. <laughs> Sex and violence and <laughs> trashy people. I can't. Too much. I can't. I can't. I totally quit that. Too much of me. I totally quit it. 
Um, what else? Well, oh, our girl from the act, Donnie. Uh, Patricia Arquette, uh, the girl who played the young girl. Yeah, the young girl who's uh, lucky. Jamie King. Jamie King, I thought, mm-hmm. was amazing. In yeah. That amazing performance in that. And yeah. Based, of course, on the true story of the Munchausen by proxy. Yeah, yeah, there's really a lot. I never knew they nominated like eight or nine people in these categories, like supporting actress. Well, and right. I, I always thought it was five. Yeah, that's eight. Yeah. Also, Jared Harris for Chernobyl. I'm glad to see he get it. I got it. I haven't seen that yet. That's wow. I'm saving that for the winter months when it's really doom and gloom. It is doom and gloom. I watched one episode episode and I said to Casey, I said, this is so depressing. I can't go back to it. Wrong time of the year. Wrong time of the year. Yeah. I'm really saving the doom and gloom things for for when when it's it's deserving. When it (laughs) seems like we should have it. I just can't do it. But when they see us, I got nominated. So I like that. That was the story about the uh, Central the Park Central Park Five, Five. Yes. and then the documentary. Okay, Leaving Neverland nominated. Netflix Fire, the greatest party that never happened. Yeah, outstanding documentary. The Inventor Out for Blood about Elizabeth Theranos. Oh, yes, that got nominated. We saw that. And Lifetime Surviving Surviving R Kelly is nominated in the outstanding informational series. So this. I mean, didn't the detectives and the FBI people or whoever say that they looked at, they watched that? Yes. The R. Kelly documentary. And that was like the effort to get that to the screen, both that and the Finding Neverland with yeah. Michael Jackson because of, the, especially with Michael Jackson too, but just the the money, the shenanigans, the the suspect things that have gone on with everything and loss. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's really quite something. So Beyonce's happy, her homecoming, her concert film at Coachella got six nominations. So Beyonce's, you know, she could get the E in her EGOT. Just saying. There you go. You know, um, Julie Louise Dreyfus Veep Louis. got That's nominated. That's not a surprise, is no. it? No. no, she's nominated every year. She yeah. shares the record with Cloris Leachman. For most Emmy um, wins by performer, she's eight. She never loses. No, she doesn't. Every time she's nominated, she wins. So, you know, fine. I was glad to see both Paul Dano and uh, Benicio Del Toro get nominated for the Escape at Dannemora. That was so good. Amazing. amazing. That show was so good. That was riveting television. That was riveting. It really That was true crime riveting. I like that. And Connie Britton got nominated for Dirty John. She did? Why don't I have that? I don't know. Are you sure? I thought I she did. No, I don't Lori, see that. I don't see it either, Lori. Ah, oh, damn it. Oh. No. No? no? I don't no. think so. Are you sure? Was it well, in limited a series? limited series? No, it's Amy Adams, Patricia Cret. Okay. Emma Stone for Maniac, Michelle Williams, Anjanu Ellis, When They See Us, and Niecy Nash. All right. Oh, I like that Cicely Tyson also got nominated for How to Get Away with Murder because she plays um, Viola Davis's character's mom. In that show, oh, yeah. so she got nominated. That was and Margaret Qualley, Qualey, who is um, Andy McDowell's daughter. She remember she played the the last long youngest wife of um, Bob Fosse, the dark oh, haired, yes. yes. the sprite, yes. the real life. Yes, yes. that is uh-huh. Andy McDowell's daughter. Oh, cool, Margaret Qualey, yeah. Qualey. I don't know yeah, how they know how you say, say it. And, I think there's going to be some tough ones, like, for example... And Patricia Clarkson. Yeah, you said that for Sharp Objects. Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Drama Series. You've got four women from Game of Thrones up against Fiona Shaw from Fleabag and Julie Garner for um, Ozark. 
Uh, I'm going to vote Julie for Garner oh, so Julie good. Garner. I'm voting for Julie yeah. Garner. Mm-hmm. And Hugh Grant got nominated. Yeah, for a very, very English scandal, scandal. and so that Ben, ben Whishaw. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. But I don't think he'll get it. I Mahershala is going to get it for True Detective. You think? Oh my yeah, word! He, he was, was so amazing. Good. He was amazing. You're correct. He was amazing, and sa- yeah, yeah, because of all the ways he, he went back and be, forth in yes, time. He was amazing. Yeah, you're right. You're right, yeah, Julia. I know. I'm, all right, when we come back, we've got guys and guys. Guys and. Hey, luck be a lady tonight. Luck be a lady tonight. Luck if you've ever been a lady to begin with. Luck be a lady tonight. Luck let a gentleman see how nice a dame you can be. We're kind of excited. It's pouring rain out and it's guys and guys in here. That got wet in the rain. We have Rodney Gardner here who plays Nathan Detroit and Jeremiah James who plays Sky Masterson from Guys and Dolls, which is at the Guthrie through August 25th. So thanks guys for coming in. Thank you for having us. So this is a big, big hit for the Guthrie. Oh yeah. So congratulations. Um, Can you give us, Ronnie, the setup for the story? Because it's Jeremiah is going to give the setup. We already decided that before. (laughs) We flipped the coin. Oh, for God's sake. Okay. So the setup of the show is, uh, it it was written by Damien Runyon. This show is very famous. about 70 years old now, but it's uh, two different uh, love stories. Uh, You've got the love story between Sky Masterson and his leading lady, which is Sarah Brown. Mm -hmm. She is a um, very straight-laced, strong-willed missionary. missionary. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, And Sky Masterson, the character that I play, is very much the, um, you know, high-end, super gangster type gambler. gambler. Like, uh, Mm -hmm. bad boy. Bad boy with a heart. Bad boy with a heart. Okay, like, oh, that's a really, that's a hard to resist. There you go. (laughs) And Rodney, you are... I play Nathan Detroit, who's basically the enabler, who's basically uh, the middleman. He sets up the game. He has the Longest running uh, floating crap game in New York City. Oh my gosh. Always skating under the law. And of course, he is in love with Adelaide, who is a well known hot box dancer. What is showgirl. a hot box dancer? Hot Essentially, box. showgirl. Showgirl. Oh, showgirl. Okay. 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 Classic showgirl. All right. Because, uh-huh. wow, I hot like box. I was having all yes. kinds of bad Rory dirty was a thoughts. Hot box dancer. There you <laughs> go. There you I've go, been Lord. complimented um, on my hot box. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Julia. No, I, I thought he thought you were a hot box dancer. Good morning. Yeah. I went to something else. Right, right. So, you guys, uh-huh. you know, the reviews have been fantastic. People are loving it. Um, what do you guys think? Now, I'm between the names of the guys that you are and the names that you are, I'm so confused. Ah, it's, okay. it's okay. But Rodney, is this the first time be, I'm working at the Guthrie? Uh, this is my second time working okay, at the Guthrie. Okay, because you're from Oregon or something? Or? I've been in Oregon the last 10 years at the Oregon Shakespeare Festival where I've done... Everything and nothing. Yes. Uh, but I also just finished up Metamorphoses here in Minneapolis okay. uh, at the Guthrie, which was also a wonderful run. Right. Um, so I'm a little spoiled. I've really enjoyed your best months of the year. Is that what we're having? It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're questioning. And Jeremiah, are you a native? Uh, no. Uh, this is my uh, first time actually working at the Guthrie, but I actually met you, lady, seven years ago. I came on your radio show oh, when I was oh, doing Cinderella at the Ordway. I came in here because our friend Lee. That's right. Yes, that was right. me way back. Yes. 
So no, this is my first time performing at the Guthrie, so yeah. I'm honored to be here. It's well, an incredible company. Well, you're just as handsome as, as you were seven years ago. Well, thank yeah. you very much. Oh, please don't tell him that. I got to deal with it. We share a dressing room. You're killing me here. Right, right. Do you guys have, because you mentioned the show is 70 years old, and... um. We were talking about the Oklahoma, you know, the revival of Oklahoma on Broadway and how they really changed things up and how one of the Hammerstein uh, kids didn't like how it's been redone. Sure. Do you, did that have to happen with Guys and Doll to bring it up to date? Uh, Not, I don't think it, it. Our production has some updates to it, okay. but it's not it's not a reimagined no, version no. of okay. the show. It really still is Guys yeah. and Dolls. So yeah. if you're a, a huge fan of the classic musical, it, everything that you love about that show is still Absolutely. there. But what is amazing about this production was the smaller little tweaks that I won't give away, but that change things just enough to make it new, make it fresh. Uh, our women, our female characters, I hear they're are, wonderful. They're they're outstanding. We Those decided the that they did the press last week, so we were just uh-huh. getting the guys instead of the dolls. Uh, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yes. They're 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 phenomenal. Yes, our production features very much three dimensional yeah. uh, women leads. You know, yeah. but it's also a very diverse cast. Size, color, everything. Yeah, right. How many Wonderful. songs? How many songs in Guys and Dolls are sung? Oh, I want to say this guy. Dozen? Oh, at least a dozen. At least songs. a dozen. And they're what? all the big classics that and you know. Big. But why does everyone say this is the best play of all time? They say this there's musical, almost, musical. There's musical. almost nothing in this play that shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You know, lots of times when, especially as an actor, when you when you run into trouble, when you're in a scene, you don't actually know why the scene is in the play okay. and when it really mm-hmm. exists, and that means the audience might be getting bored. You know, mm-hmm. but this play. There's hardly anything in this play that isn't actually needed in order to make the, sto- the story flow uh, fulfillingly. And we're talking know? about Guys and Dolls, if you're yeah. just joining yeah. us, playing now through August 25th at the Guthrie. Um, we have Jeremiah and we have Rodney with us. So that makes sense, because yeah. everyone says it's almost perfect. I'm like, yeah. what the hell about it? It's almost yeah. perfect. We've never even seen it. Well, yeah, yeah but we've, 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 we've known these guys I mean, we know guys <laughs> like these guys. Oh, Lori, I'm just oh. saying. <laughs> oh, my God, Bond. What? I, you know, Mercury's in retrograde and I'm a cancer, and I'm supposed to keep you rooted in reality. This is a real challenging time for me. Darn that Mercury. Because we yeah, know these guys. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a good one. Yes. You know the guys, the one. Oh, Lori, bad. But do you guys know how to play crafts? Of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you have to learn. You yeah. have to learn how to play it? Yeah. yeah. Do you, would you ever go to Vegas or to Mystic Lake or something and play crafts here? Funny enough, I'm not a gambler. No. I really, it really doesn't thrill me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually the worst gambler. Are you? Like, I'm the gambler who thinks he knows what he's doing and then sits down yeah. and plays like three card poker, makes a bet, and everyone goes, ooh, and I'm like, yeah. 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 And then I only to... win because, like, by the grace of whatever. And it then people luck. are like, that's the craziest bet I've ever seen. I'm like, oh, I totally thought I, because I just didn't know the rules. You know, know, I'm like that guy. So, no, yeah. I very rarely gamble. We were actually joking, I think, in the dress room the one day. I was like, I'm a real big penny slots guy. Put in $20 and I get free beers the rest of the time. We, we are the same. We have we have something coming with you, Jeremiah. Do you guys think that when you're um, doing such a joyful... I mean, this is a fun play. It's a joy thing. How long is it? Uh, about two and a half. Okay. Yeah, with the I want to say uh, two and a half hours yeah. and then a, then about a fifteen minute intermission. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. It's what? it's it's a classic musical, so yeah. it's not short. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Why do people say to you afterwards? 
Oh, they say you were so amazing. I, I could listen it. to you read I the newspaper. I knew it, I listen to your audio stuff on your website. You do read the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> and get paid for it. <laughs> I looked you up. I saw that. I saw that. Uh, yeah. sure we were like, you're just, oh gosh, this guy's voice is like butter. Totally. What's good? What yeah. is he going to read next? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that, so, I mean, is well, that like another great way though as an actor? If you oh, do, are blessed to do with the that voice kind of a voice work? to absolutely. do the Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. it seems like all the like the you know Hollywood actors, man, they love getting that oh, yeah. animation, uh, you know, the voice money. Oh yeah, oh, God. oh absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you can show up to work in your underwear. Yes, nobody gets to Always see. a plus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, do you like the suits, like the gangster style suits? And <laughs> we you know, had we yeah. had uh, Kara Harmon, Kara Harmon, our, co- our costume, costume designer, designer. Just unbelievable. is absolutely masterful. Yeah. She put us in things that perfectly. Uh, I don't know. They were built for us. I mean, they were absolutely built for us. You're basically wearing stage couture. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%, because it's all fitted. It was all fitted personal. I mean, because a lot of times with classic shows, you get what rental costumes. They go, you know, costumes that have been around for a long time. Right. And they refitted to you a little bit. But these guys, I mean, literally these suits. I mean, he has some of the most beautiful suits in the whole show. Oh, I bet you do. I mean, he's got this one purple suit that literally, I remember him coming around the corner in it the first time, and I was like, all right, Jack. Like, yeah. Come on now. Wait a minute. I thought I'm a slick gangster in this yeah. one. Like, she, I mean, oh, yeah. she even mentioned she she took into account uh, your complexion. Mm-hmm. That's right? lovely. Under yeah. the lights oh, yeah. and the color of your suit, how right. it really highlights you to yeah. make your face pop on stage. Not a lot of costume designers actually really take that into account. Right. Or have the budget to maybe to oh, do it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Is there, is there, I want to see this now. Lord, i got to make been room. saying this forever. We have got to make room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got to make people, room. You come. We'll give you a backstage tour. Okay. Do you guys sing a duet? No, no, we don't no. sing a duet together. Nathan, unfortunately, sings very little in this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I get to listen to the dulcet tones of uh, <laughs> Scott Masterson, played by Jeremiah James. Yeah. Yeah. It lulls me to sleep. You're welcome. Is Nathan Nathan Detroited? Like, that is a great <laughs> name, too. I mean, what a good name. Yeah. Uh, best name in the game. Uh-huh. Listen, when I, when I joined the company, I remember we started rehearsals, and I had called my wife and I said, listen, the, the, the two that play Adelaide and Nathan... They absolutely are going to steal this show. It is their show. They are so phenomenal. Watching the two of them together is like a masterclass. Their comic, their comedic timing is unbelievable. It's joy. I've known, and I literally was saying this to um, Allie. <laughs> Allie earlier. I was like, I don't think I've ever met a more charming guy. Like, guy, like literally, when he's on stage, it, you cannot look away from him. And this please, character, more, it's perfect. Please. It's perfect. We he's, have he's read perfect. this, and, and we read this told about Adeline this. too. And she's, she's, she's exactly she's the same. same. Yeah. The yeah. two, I've never. I mean, she's you know, I've seen the revival of this. You've seen it. She is. A tour de force. Yeah, what a I mean, compliment. my leading lady is as well. Sure, she's absolutely incredible, Olivia. But, but Adeline um, gets to sing Adelaide that one has song. Those, yeah. those comedic, yes, joyous yes, yes. moments. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, we have a minute left with you. Deliver oh. the zingers. What do you want people to know? Say one last thing that we should know about how great the show is, and you are. It's a beautiful, classic joy machine of a musical, mm-hmm. uh, but it's also up to date and fresh with a very diverse cast and just bright. 
lovely voices giving you tunes that a lot of them you know. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I it's a, it's it. a joy machine. And we're having a blast. You can see it radiates off the stage because we're having yeah. so much fun. And yeah. we, so we fun. need to like seek out our joy, uh, joyousness right now, don't honey? we? Yeah. I mean, honey, <laughs> we do. We need to escape <laughs> and as much as we seek out thy joy. Yes, That's right. right. Sure. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm feeling it. I mean, I am feeling it. Oh, thanks so much, you treat. guys. Thank you. No, for thank you for in. having us. Thanks for having us. Great to meet you. Dolls well. at the Guthrie going now through um, August, August 25th. 25th. So right when 25th. the state fair is starting, you're ending up. Yeah, mm-hmm. perfect. That's down. perfect timing. Anyway, thank, you. thank you, Rodney, Jeremiah. It's wonderful to meet you guys. And good to see you again. Thank you, Jeremiah. Good to see you Prince, again. A.K.A. <laughs> Prince Charming. Uh, and thanks to the Guthrie uh, for making it available, you guys available. And you're going to get wet and you're going to, you know, you're going to have wet t-shirts when you leave here, fellas. Happens. <laughs> it's right happen. by University <laughs> This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Right now, get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton Shred. Accessories like non-slip grip resistance bands, a heart rate monitor, yoga blocks, and more. Take your workout to the next level with Peloton, motivation that moves you. Hurry, this limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. At the Home Depot, we have plenty of Christmas trees to make your holidays even more magical. Hundreds of full, easy-to-assemble artificial trees that look so real, you may be convinced they actually are. And for those who love that fresh pine smell, we have a parking lot full of fresh-cut trees to call your own. We'll even help you load your tree in the car so you can bring home the holidays. The Home Depot. How doers get more done.